school can be tough. We'll help you navigate some of the areas you need help with, including the college preparation process by providing advice for families. Every student is different and has a unique path. That's why we created this podcast. Our innovative and intentional approach builds confidence in the individual student. Listen each week to find out how students can score better on college placement tests with techniques and methods that build confidence, beat test anxiety, and identify strengths within each student. You're listening to Simply Smarter with hosts Caleb and Jill. Check out our blog at GetSmarterPrep.com for more college prep-related topics. Happy Wednesday, listeners. On the show today, we have a very special guest. One of our master level tutors, Gina Claypool, is with us. Gina has been a tutor with us for over five years and has seen quite a few changes within standardized testing. We're going to have a chat with her and hear her true feelings about the ACT. Definitely at least five years, right? When did you start, Gina? I started in January of 2007. And then what happened? And then I went to grad school. Yes. And then I came back. And then I had babies. And then I came back. And then I had another baby. And then I came back. (laughs) (laughs) So I've been in and out of Get Smarter since 2007. Nice. Well, I'm really happy that you keep on coming back. Me too. Me too. It it works out for everybody. I like seeing you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about your background. How did you hear about us? What makes you keep on coming back again and again and again? Well, um, I studied mechanical engineering at KU, and uh, it was during my first year as a project engineer that I decided I needed a side hustle, mm-hmm. a second job, um, because I was saving for grad school in Scotland. So I went, Scotland. yeah, I went to grad school at the University of Strathclyde in Glasgow the following year. What was that like? It was gray. It was. (laughs) I thought you were going to say great. It was. You just stopped at gray. No. Maybe that too. It was gray. Scotland's not my jam. Um, I rely a little too much on the sunshine. Yeah. I hear you. um, I mean, it's a, it's a cool place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there long term. Mm Mm-hmm. No. And how long were you there for? I was only there for a year. Um, my That's a long time for yeah, it to be gray. Yeah, it, it is gray. But it's like spring and fall weather all yeah. year all year round without without the fall colors or the spring flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Kansas. Welcome back, yes. And you had a job there. What did you I do there? I did. Um, good, I always love this. Good memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I worked at a kilt rental shop. A uh, kilt rental shop? Yes, it's like a tuxedo rental. Was it busy? Uh, yeah, I mean, we would have wedding parties or, or you know, any formal occasion. People would need nice. to rent a kilt outfit, mm-hmm. just like you would rent a tux here in the States. And it's That's it's so just for men, right? Kilts are just yes, for men? just for men. So mm-hmm. how, how long is a kilt? I think I have a general sense, but uh, I don't know. It goes to just above the kneecap. Yes. True. <laughs> yes. Like, what, how, what, what do you mean like how, how long much, it is? Like, how much fabric? Lot, yeah. Oh, okay. Isn't it, like, because crazy of, long? Yeah, because of all the pleats, it's probably, like, seven yards of fabric. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's, so they made it's it there? It's super long, and then it's just folded a lot. Mm, all the mm. pleats. Mm-hmm. Fun times. Yeah. Interesting. And so did you, don't they wear, like, special socks and special shirts, maybe? And yes. a sporin? Yes, a, a sporin. The sporin's the fuzzy what? thing, the fuzzy uh, the fuzzy oh, little, little... What is that for? It's a man purse? Yeah, pretty much. 
it's it's where you keep your wallet and your phone. <laughs> if you can see my face, I'm just trying to think about <laughs> what exactly you'd put in the yeah, man the, purse. The, the, Chapstick the, wallet. It's it's a fancy fanny pack, basically. Okay. Yeah. Um and yeah, you do. You have special socks. You have like knee socks, and they have a little, a little piece of fabric on the side that's the same tartan as your your kilt. Cute. Um, and special those, shoes. Those are called flashings, and um, and they even would give you a little fake dagger to put in your no, in your sock. That like it wasn't hilarious. real. It was just there it. for looks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and special shoes called Gilly Brogues, and they don't have any tongue. Um, and it was always fun to be able to tell the Scotsman all the parts of the kilt outfit that they had no idea about. Really? With my American <laughs> accent. And like one of my coworkers was Canadian and another one was from Slovenia. And it was like, here, here's your cultural heritage. Right. Talk to you by yeah. American. <laughs> exactly. Fun. How long did you work there then for the full year? Uh, not quite. I worked there probably for about six months. Okay. Yeah. And then the fun things we get to talk about. And then we knew everything there was to know about. And it and it gave me all the knowledge I needed to mold minds. (laughs) Oh, I love that. So then after Scotland, what happened? Where did you go? Well, then I came back to Kansas City. It's where I was born and raised. Um, I went to Shawnee Mission East, Mm -hmm. actually, and then KU. Um, So when I got back, I, you know, I lived with my parents. I it was the recession. So Mm -hmm. that was a fun time (laughs) and came back to Get Smarter Prep um, and did a couple other odd jobs here and there. Study to be a health coach. I've I've yeah. done all sorts of things. You are very healthy. You She's the jack of all trades. <laughs> I yeah. am. Um, yeah, and then I got married and I had a baby and two yeah. beautiful babies. Here we are now. Tell us no. a little bit about them. Okay. Um, Gemma is my oldest, and she just started kindergarten. So did you cry? I, I only a little bit. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, only a little bit. Um, You're like, bye, Felicia. <laughs> it wasn't quite that cold, but she did go to summer school, and then she has been going to preschool for years. So it's not it's not as if um, her leaving and like going off for the day is yeah is completely. New. It's new. not yeah. totally a new experience. Sure. Yeah, but I did drop her off in the car drop off, and I didn't like walk her in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so That's okay. It's good. It's good. Yeah, she's she's independent she's good yeah 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 and then i have an almost three-year-old boy who is a handful and mm. he's very energetic <laughs> he's so cute he is and his name's peter peter i love it um yeah i had to drop off my four-year-old on thursday for his first day of pre-k four-year-old pre-k and i thought i was gonna do great and then all of a sudden i'm driving away and i'm like ah! <laughs> Why is this so sad? Why are you so old already? I know. I'm like, I'm going to be a mess when he goes to kindergarten next year. But uh, we'll figure it out when the time comes. Yeah, we'll do that. Well, we are so glad that you guys, you are back, Gina, and that you are still a tutor with us. You're a master level tutor, so we love that. What is one of your favorite subjects on the ACT between English, math, reading, and science? You would think I was going to say math, mm-hmm. but right. I'm not. Um <laughs> 
I actually like English the best mm-hmm. because I find English is the most straightforward as far as raising your your score. Mm-hmm. Uh, you learn the rules and then you do well. So I really like teaching English. Um, my mom raised me to be very precise with my grammar, mm-hmm. so it comes naturally. Um, so it's kind of some. I also like the challenge of being able to explain why the right answer is the right answer, and to really nail those. those those rules down. I like that. Yeah. And Gina's actually on some of our videos that we did a few years ago. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> check those up. Check those out on, on YouTube. Yeah. You know, yeah. Website. I, I think She's I teach you how to make uh, how to find the area of a square given the length of the diagonal. Mm-hmm. I'll have to watch there that one. <laughs> <laughs> Learn a thing or two, right? I will. I, I will. Well, that's very good. What uh, which test date is your favorite? Do you have a favorite test date? Because there's a number of them throughout the year. This is an interesting one, especially with the new July test and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I I don't know that I have a definite favorite. I I have some not favorites. Mm-hmm. I don't like Do you the, tell? I don't like the December test because. Everybody is stressed out. Nobody wants to be here. Everybody has finals and, you know, end of the year stuff going on. And nobody wants to be studying for their ACT. Mm-hmm. I think I like um, the April test because they're, most students aren't in that end of year. Uh, I just want to get it over with phase yet. Mm-hmm. They're still motivated and they're in study mode because of school. So I really I do like the April test but only because of my students' attitudes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, in December this year, is going to fall on December 14th, which is before finals, but only a week before, not yeah. two weeks before, like usual. Right. And then there's also AP tests and things right. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets to be a little hectic, a little tough, but as long as you can hang in there, it's great. Now, since you've been with us for a number of years, what is one of the biggest differences you've seen between the ACT and the SAT? I know the SAT has definitely brought a few different changes in the past few years, but what are your thoughts? The SAT has changed so much. Um, I It can't even go into all of the changes. Mm-hmm. It's gone from a 1600 to a 2400 and back to a 1600. and It's just a completely different test than it used to be. I mm-hmm. think um, the biggest changes have been the de-emphasis on vocabulary. That that across the board. Um, and that kind of started back in 05 when they el- eliminated the analogies, right? Right. They an- eliminated the analogies a while back, but th- but then, they replaced them with fill-in-the-blank questions. Right. So we were still teaching um, vocabulary just because there was a whole section mm-hmm. on it. Absolutely. And now all of the vocabulary is built into either the grammar or the reading And it's more questions. of a context mm-hmm. kind of question. And it, yeah, it's in yeah. context or, or more of an idiom mm-hmm. type. Then um, pure, do you know the definition of this word type of, um, or the relationship of this word to another word? Yeah. The analogies that I knew back in high school. Right. Yeah, the GRE is about the only one with with anything like that still remaining, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad I don't have to take that test anymore. <laughs> it's kind of fun, though. We got a GRE book, what, last year, and I was looking through it, and it's kind of difficult. I, I mean, oh, yeah. you kind of really have to be in a, a, a bright mind frame to kind of dig in and yeah. see exactly what they're looking for. Yeah, no, the GRE vocab is no joke. It's 
it's tough. Yeah. I mean, assuming it hasn't changed much. It hasn't. Since I <laughs> it took it. It hasn't at all. No. Nope. Back in 06. Yeah. Pretty much the same. Yeah. That was not my favorite test. How many students are you currently working with, Gina? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think I have four right now. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's pretty typical for anywhere from four to six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what are your goals specifically for your students overall? And I mean, obviously, every student has a different goal. Right. Right. And I mean, first and foremost, I always want my students to hit their goals, their Mm -hmm. personal goals. But... um, uh, to to feel confident going into test day is a huge thing. So yeah, so feeling like they have learned everything they could possibly have learned and have practiced it to the point where it's almost habitual, where they don't have to put as much fresh thought into each question. They don't have to read the directions. They don't have to wonder what's coming next. They just know, oh, this is a verb type question. I'm going to look for the subject. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see what tense it is. I know because that's been drilled into my head. I I basically want to be the voice in their head while they're taking the test. Yeah. (laughs) As creepy as it is. Yeah, super creepy. I I concur. I get it. Uh, No, I like, (laughs) I love that. So what do you know? And what do you do with that? (laughs) And then they look at you with a stare, like a blank stare. No, not Uh, at all. Not at all. (laughs) No, not not your students. Um, When do you see the most improvement within your students? My students do the best when they take the time to do the homework more than in the five minutes in their car in the parking lot before they come inside. Um, Note to self. What? That happens. Um, yeah, no, my, my students who space their homework out throughout the week, throughout the days between our sessions and take the time to go through the answers on their own and then come prepared with questions. Like, I went through the answers. Mm -hmm. I understand why I got this one wrong, but I still don't understand why the comma needs to go in this particular spot. You know, that type of question where they're really digging into the why behind the answer and not just being satisfied with, oh, I got it right. Mm -hmm. Because they're going to have, what, about two hours of homework per study session? Maybe a little bit longer? I don't know if I would go that far. No? (laughs) Okay, what about your students then? They have, have, it depends on what we're working on um, and and, and yeah, maybe I just underestimate how much homework I give. I don't know. It could be up to two hours. Yeah. So just yeah. do a little bit every day. Yeah. Make yeah. it manageable. Twenty to thirty minutes a yeah. day. Yeah, that's very doable. Yeah. Because they're gonna have their their high school tests and quizzes and homework as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, just keeping it manageable. Yep. So true. Very good. Give me a good example of one of your favorite students or a student that's done really well in one of your classes. Um, I had a student who, um, he he was there for him. He wasn't there mm-hmm. because his parents wanted him to be there. And he was very, very clear on why he wanted the score he wanted. And he was not going to give up until he got that score. Mm-hmm. So... Um, he would just push himself to get the right answer all the time. Um, 
make sure you've really understood it. He came to office hours regularly. That's huge. It's yeah. so huge. It's so huge. I mean, even if you're just coming to office hours to review the homework so that you have more time in class to learn new things or mm-hmm. ask more specific questions, office hours is invaluable. Um, yeah, so he was coming to office hours. He was doing all his work. He would just come in with this huge energy and immediately start asking questions like, okay, so I, I did this and I, I know this is right, but I still don't get this. Can we go over this? And he would have, he was doing my job for me, planning out what we were going to talk about next. But for the most part, um, it was just that dedication and and drive to understand things and, um, you know, practice mm-hmm. what we had learned. And did he meet his goal? He did. Good. Yay. Have you followed him? Do you know what he's doing now? Did he get into the college that he wants? Yeah, he did. Um, he did get into the college he wanted. Um, I have followed up just once or twice with him, mostly to ask for recommendations for... Um, he was into gymnastics in oh, high cool. school, and I was looking for oh, a gymnastics cool. class for my toddler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So I asked him about that, but yeah, I love that. Beyond that, I'm not entirely sure. I don't, I don't Facebook stalk my students. <laughs> so, parents, just so Never you know, <laughs> I don't do that. That's good. That's good. Um, and then also, on a side note, one of our other tutors, Cole, mm-hmm. was actually one of your students. I love he, that. He was, and I, I think I had one of his brothers. Too, I think so too. And I, yeah, his his mom has been my Facebook friend for a long time. So cool. <laughs> Even That's before funny. Cole started working, I I actually reached out to her because I didn't have his contact information. But when we were looking for tutors, I reached out to her and I said, "Hey, isn't Cole in town? I think he would be perfect for this." So yeah, and he was. He's been with us for what over a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sixteen months or so. Yeah, yeah. He's even teaching our LSAT class. At, yeah, at right. UKC. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he was a a very dedicated student also. He came from a more rural area, so they drove a long way. Yeah, like two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. And then at the time, he was... he was learning Mandarin via Skype because he went to such a small school. They didn't they didn't offer it. Mm-hmm. They didn't you know they didn't offer all of the the things he wanted to do. So he was just taking it upon himself to learn stuff on his That's own awesome. time. Good yeah. For him. Yeah. That sounds like him. Yeah, yeah it does. It does. <laughs> it does. It's come full circle then. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, good. Well, Gina, thanks so much for joining us. Do you have anything else to say to any of our listeners or any potential students that may come through? Oh, goodness. Final words. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the, the ACT and the SAT, you know, they happen at one point in your life. They're worth studying for to get into the program that you want. And then beyond that, they don't affect your success in life. (laughs) So once you get into the program you want, it is up to you to do the work as hard as you worked for the ACT. You know, put that work into your college classes and all of your work ethic there on out and you will do great and it doesn't matter what your ACT score was. Oh, that's really good. Keep it in perspective. Thank you, Gina. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) 
Thanks so much for listening to our Simply Smarter podcast. Join us next week as we discuss the controversial adversity score that the SAT has rolled out and how it may affect your family. As always, if you love our podcast, please let us know by giving us a five-star review and leaving a positive comment. See you next week. Thank you.